It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Welcome back to The Green Rush. This is live. This is the Business of Cannabis Podcast. Green Rush, two-hour weekly live cannabis business talk show produced by Pro Cannabis Media every Friday from 4 to 6 Eastern. We discuss news, issues, in the cannabis market each week, conducting a deeper dive into specific topics of the industry. This week, we are going to dive into everything that is psilocybin. That's the hallucinogenic compound derived from magic mushrooms. We're going to talk about psilocybin, plant medicine developments, and does that take away from the cannabis movement? We're going to talk about all of that with some guests coming up. But this first segment, we've got Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's going to be on board with uh, with Riley Coat. He is... Um, I hope it's Riley Cote. Is it Cote? It's yeah, I think it is. Is it pronounced Cote? Yeah, I thought it was Cote. He's been on. He's been on with Dave Briggs before, so I'm going to go on. And and by the way, Josh, that was a great intro. But tell the people who you are. I'm Josh Kincaid. I'm a capital markets analyst, but today (laughs) I'm going to be uh, the host. Uh, I've got a podcast called The Talking Hedge. It's cannabis business podcast, and uh, in my day job, I talk about um, you know the markets and uh, and finance and everything that is cannabis. There you go. But yeah. I see I see that uh, Riley Cote is in the waiting room. I think he can hear us. Maybe he'll give us a, oh, he just disappeared. I think he's trying to get his, his uh, volume all set up. Yeah. But you uh, know, John, this is great. Uh, I just want to thank you uh, for jumping in here and uh, stepping into the host chair. And if you like it, we'll talk later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no worries. All right. Um, There's a big boomer happening outside my window here outside of Massachusetts. Riley, are you there? I'm here now. There you go. So I'm going to apologize. <laughs> no, don't apologize. I just want to introduce myself. I'm Jimmy Young. I'm the founder of Pro Cannabis Media. And this is the second time. I don't know if you know this. I'm pretty sure it's the second time you've been on our network because Dave Briggs interviewed you once. Do you remember Dave right. Briggs? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 In the conversation. And now you're going to have Josh Kincaid. So I'm going to go into the chat room and everybody can tell me what a goofball I am. And you two can, uh, can chit chat about the, uh, the uh, news of the day and, and what Riley's up to. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Nice to see you, Jimmy. Nice. Riley, is it true your na- your last name is pronounced Cote and not Coat? Yeah, it's Cote. It's actually a French name. I just uh, failed to put the accents on there to make it easier for people to read. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're co-founder of Wake. That's a fungi innovation for human wellness. And you're yeah. also a retired NHL player for Philadelphia Flyers. Right. I'm actually not a co-founder of Wake. I'm an advisor, investor okay. in the company. But okay. trivialities. Um, but yes, uh, yes to the uh, former Philadelphia Flyer. So you, you've been on the speaking circuit for a while. You, you talked about THC and CBD for CTE. Uh, isn't that right? With, with yeah. time in the NHL playing for the Flyers? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's how I got into all this stuff. Really, it was around TBI, concussions. I was a fighter in hockey, so... Dealt with a lot of that. So you've talked about cannabis and, and and using it for for those therapeutic purposes. But what about psilocybin? Let's talk about magic mushrooms. When did you first take those, and why are you taking them now? Well, the first time I ever took mushrooms was back in my teenage years, right? I'm sixteen years old, recreational settings, um, no understanding of it. It wasn't until I retired in 2010, the age of 28, that I started using both cannabis, psilocybin, mindfully, with an intention, right? 
I was trying to actually accomplish something where I actually knew what I was trying to accomplish. So um, it was around TBI, again, being punched in the face several thousand times, over 200 hockey fights, um, read a couple books, uh, one Hemp for Health, that kind of opened up my understanding around the different cannabinoids and some of their infl- anti-inflammatory properties, uh, neurogenesis properties. And then that just led me down to the next thing, which was understanding psilocybin mushrooms and their therapeutic uh, uh, value as well as what they do around the brain, right? Their impact on the brain regeneration and, and, and neurogenesis. So uh, naturally, I started using these with intent and approaching it um, as medicine. It was, you know, I'd been using cannabis and psilocybin uh, for years, just never had a full understanding of what they were actually doing to me and my brain and uh, then started using them mindfully and then it's uh, it's been an amazing journey ever since really <clears throat> so with psilocybin though it's it's very similar path to cannabis it's a schedule one narcotic by the dea but it's also growing right there's a lot of research suggesting that it can be used for addiction and depression anxiety uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and in the early days of any industry like like this one we're seeing that nonprofits, there's crappy startups they're making up the psychedelic space and now companies are raising millions from investors going into public exchanges you started your own business or at least you're an advisor so what is wake all about and what do we need to know about the booming psychedelic industry yeah i mean uh, i think just like cannabis you got uh the, the real players and, and you, and you got, uh, you know, always going to have phonies coming out of the woodworks to, to participate because it's a sexy thing to do. Um, Wake is a, right now, a psilocybin mushroom and tech company. Uh, we're, look, we're looking to work in different uh, uh, psychedelics like Ibogaine, uh, MDMA, and ketamine down the road. But uh, right now, psilocybin mushroom cultivation in Jamaica, um, retreats, uh, registered microdose drug through, to, through the Department of Health in Jamaica, phase two clinical trials on the microdose drug have imported psilocybin mushrooms for five separate times into the U S through the DEA, um, fully extracted psilocybin full spectrum oil, um, through the DA DA registered lab. So uh, a legitimate psychedelic company, uh, partnership with the Lieber Institute, uh, which, ha- which has the largest database of genetically profiled brains. So really kind of reverse engineering a lot of this, uh, uh, mental health, brain uh, generation issues uh, that people deal with, and seeing if psilocybin is a good, a good fit, and, and how it may interact with uh, you know, certain uh, genetic profiles. So, a lot of amazing stuff happening, uh, and happy to be a part of it. You know, I almost got stuck in Jamaica before COVID. Uh, well, as COVID hit, and they started locking down um, the, the borders uh, for international travel, I almost got stuck down there as I had participated in, in the first uh, retreat down there. And I just uh, loved what they were doing, uh, not, not just around mushrooms, because I obviously believed in that, but the tech, you know, the research component, uh, the data collection, as we all need to see uh, the numbers and, and to validate what we're actually experiencing here. So uh, amazing stuff, honestly. Why Jamaica? I mean, we see Colombia and they have great terroir. They have experience with coffee and agriculture. They have cheap uh, labor costs. And so all of that makes sense from a commodity standpoint. What is it about Jamaica that's drawing the psilocybin uh, or, or psychedelic industry to to that tiny island? Uh, it's just the laws, right? It's uh, it's legal and unregulated. So we're trying to build out the uh the footprint here and do as much as we can legally through, you know, again, through, with the government, uh, just through the proper uh, channels and then building the infrastructure and then 
when different countries go online, different states go online, just kind of uh, transplant the uh, the infrastructure there. And um, so that's really that's really it. I mean, we're working on bringing ibogaine there. Um, it's 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 legal, unregulated. Um, so that's why psychedelic companies are going to Jamaica, right? It's just uh, it's just you just kind of do it where you can, and uh, start building out the footprint, and then as states turn online then you, you kind of move, move the you know move the ship there and and do what you're doing in jamaica there i'm curious if we're going to see kind of a parallel existence with cannabis and synthetics you know like mm-hmm. think of d8 for example and you have all these people going in and growing in places that they shouldn't be like florida for example uh and it, you know when when there is open borders and global legalization those places won't be uh, a place to to cultivate cannabis for example and maybe jamaica won't be a place to cultivate mushrooms i don't know uh but what i do know is that there will be people that look for synthetic wherever they can because of the the cost behind it it's cheaper and a lot of psilocybin that's using in clinical trials today is synthesized in laboratories without the use of biological materials so as the psychedelic assisted therapy gains momentum you have consumers investors needing to understand that difference between current available means of to, of obtaining psilocybin how is that going to be how's that going to work out are we going to see psilocybin produced naturally organically or or is the synthetic going to take over do you have a, a personal or professional opinion about that well, I have an opinion on it. I, I think you're going to see a space where both both are able to play. What you're seeing in Oregon right now, they've they've actually um, only allowed the path for natural psilocybin. Um, whether that lasts or not is you know to be determined. But the, the fact that they rolled out regulations that are fully supporting naturally grown organic psilocybin is is pretty amazing, honestly. Um, like you mentioned, I, I think all the clinical trials, all the, all the stuff they're doing on a John, Johns Hopkins is all synthetic. Um, and and you're, you're always going to have this debate, right? As you see this in cannabis, where you got like the, the, the whole list fully supporting, you know, the full plants, right? It's like full spectrum. We want all the, all the cannabinoids. We want all the terpenes. And you're, and you're seeing the same thing here with, with psilocybin. You know, you got people that obviously believe in the intelligence of the mushroom, right? The mycelial network is something pretty profound when you talk about the intelligence of this. Um, and then, and then you go to a single molecule um, compound drug, right? And, and, and it's synthesized, obviously. Um, I, I think the market, obviously, just like cannabis, um, in the psilocybin play is, is choosing the natural, right? I mean, the, the, the biggest test case here is, is well, probably microdosing right now. They're not microdosing synthetic psilocybin. Uh, I, th- I think there's there's a, a renaissance going on. I think there's, a, there's an increase in consciousness happening that you know that people are going back to nature for their healing. Right? I think we've honestly been fundamentally misled with a lot of different uh, uh, dr- drug developments and and applications over the years, and you've seen us be enslaved by the opioid crisis and. And, and, and how, as highly intelligent people, can we have allowed that to happen? How could we have hit the bullseye on the, on the wrong target? So I, I, I personally just think there's always going to be a movement around the naturally occurring or naturally derived psilocybin mushrooms because that is as ancient as it gets. And that's how humans have evolved. Uh, and 
I think we're, we're reconnecting back to nature. But there is always going to be that pharma play. Absolutely. There's a billion, you know, billions of dollars already thrown in that drug development, you know, one, one disease, one molecule type of play. Um, but I, I, what, I, what I really believe is the core of this issue around mental health is that these aren't really medical issues we're dealing with, right? Yeah, it creates imbalances in the brain chemistry. But these are spiritual issues. And this is spiritual medicine. And I think once we start reconnecting back to source energy and reconnecting back to nature and this element of oneness and, you know, living more through the heart and less in the mind, like, you know, all these spiritual things, like um, we can sever a lot of these disease states, you know, these medical labels, because in my opinion, we're essentially spiritually bankrupt. Like this is like, this is exactly what we're dealing with here. Right. We're, we're like a, a precipice of time where where the, where the human condition like is, is is lost like we've just lost our way and then here we are you know in this psychedelic renaissance and, and this opportunity to help reconnect humans back to their you know divine spirit and that, you know to me that's what it is you know that's that's why this is so sacred that's why indigenous tribes have been you know holding on to these medicines um you know for for eons right and then and, you know here here we come like oh yeah we're gonna you know patent the shit out of everything and you know we're gonna try and control the market and you know all that and you've seen that with cannabis right i mean like cbd like you know it's like probably the safest molecule um you know again the debate of molecule versus full spectrum you know that's for another day but like the fda just can't find a stance on it it, it can't actually make a a legitimate you know, pathway for whether food and beverage to play in this, right? Because it's just, you know, the science is so political. It's so, it, it, it's so misleading. And um, I, I would like to, to be honest around this conversation, honestly, because it's just like, it's just too much bullshit and the science of, right? Who are, it's just so many people just lobbying for position and, and their, their, their stance is generally not really backed by science. It's backed by money. And that's the, that's the world we live in. I mean, unfortunately <laughs> there was also a lot of philanthropic folks in the industry that that jumped ship from cannabis to the psychedelic industry and i'm wondering if those folks are just there as carpet baggers wanting to make money or get highs that you know like the effects um does it matter that they're not philanthropic or does it matter that they're not um you know in it for the the spirituality um is it taking away from that industry having a bunch of folks jumping in does, does it matter Either way, I mean, I, th I think it matters, uh, you know, of course. Right. I mean, I think uh, you'd, you'd always want people to do things for the right reasons. Unfortunately, we don't live in a world that people generally do things for the right reasons. Right. It's usually selfishness, not selflessness. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of people claim they're doing it for, you know, the good, of, you know, the, the good of the gander and they're doing this for the, for the movement and all that stuff. But. You know, again, you, you, you're always going to see this. Just people see an opportunity and there's, there's a sexiness and a uniqueness around it. And they just want to, you know, hop into it just because. And um, again, it, whether it's satisfying to the ego or they really think that they're going to make a billion dollars overnight, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, you've probably seen a lot of people's egos being checked in cannabis that thought they were going to hop in. You know, and it's going to be just like this, you know, this this golden goose is just going to pump out money. Um, I think a lot of people probably made money. But I think probably more people lost money in cannabis, you know, as, as, it, as it stands right now. And 
Um, and I think if your heart's not in it the right way, and you know, if you're not genuine with your approach to it, I think you know, this, again, cannabis is spiritual too, right? There's a there's a level of consciousness that comes along with that, and I think if you you go in it with the wrong with the wrong intentions, I think you know, the universe finds a way to wean out the the, the people that uh, have a dark stain on it. So uh, there's always going to be these people, right? And you can always see these shitty companies coming up and and claiming to save the world but uh you look at the the people behind them a lot of the times and soulless you know they're just they're, they're just there to uh, to exploit and uh and take advantage of something sacred what makes uh, wake unique in that fact well we're growing organically you know, growing mushrooms uh, w- with substrates like bamboo and lemongrass. Yeah, not, not that it's about the substrate, but it's clean. It's a clean. It's a very clean grow. Um, the, the technology component, the, the, the headgear, the data collection, the research component. I think uh, you know everyone claims to be doing that, um, but we, you know we're, we're legitimately doing it and we're showing it. We've recently. Uh, um, filmed the E60 documentary with ESPN that's going to be airing in October. That's going to show, you know, show the world like legitimately what we're doing, uh, and, and it's uh, and it's for real. And you know, and um, and I and I and I think you know, you know, everyone talks about integration, but there's a huge, huge focus on integration. Like to me, like the integration is the lifestyle that needs to be taught, and the psychedelics really need to support it, right? It needs to be a catalyst to help jumpstart people's spiritual path. Like, again, going back to my point, like, we're spiritually disconnected and we need something to just, like, light a fire, you know, create some sort of, like, little ripple awakening to help change the pathway moving forward. This is a lifestyle, right? So heavy on the integration, even, you know, pre, right? I mean, this needs to start before you actually ingest a psychedelic. It's not just, like, come in for your treatment and then, you know, see you later, you know, like, um like this like it's going to magically change all your whole life and fix all your problems right um at the end of the day we need to do the work we are the medicine just the, you know mother nature has blessed us with some pretty profound compounds that can help you know be the catalyst to to, to make change um you know and, and and then and then outside of that we're we're working on closing um a deal with um, a series of clinics in the u.s too so you know in, in the ketamine space that's going to Again, start building out our footprint um, here, and, and really, you know, just 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 doing what we can, legitimately and professionally, and then and, and not and not turning our backs on um, the say the, the true indigenous ways, right? I mean, there's this 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 melding of like indigenous and Western practices of philosophy as approach to holding space and ceremony. And, uh, you know, I've, I've participated in, in you know, several indigenous ceremonies and I've seen, you know, some of the, you know, the, the Western clinical models and it's, you know, they're almost polar, polar opposites, but I, I think there needs to be a, you know, a dance between the two um, because this is sacred medicine um, and, but we need, do need to understand that we're obviously dealing with Westerners, you know, in the Western world and the industrialized world and things have changed and, uh, you know, and, and playing that game too. So, Well, with that, I think we have to take a, a break. It's 420 somewhere, but if somebody wants to follow up with you, whether it's uh, cannabis, ketamine, or the uh, psilocybin psychedelic industry, where can they get a hold of you at? Where are you at? Um, well, RileyCote.com, or you can just uh, email me at Riley at RileyCote.com. 
and then you could chat and figure it out. E- easy enough. And then um, you're still advisor with Wake. People want to check out Wake. Where, where are they at? Yeah, wake.net. And then again, you, you can reach out to me um, at Riley, RileyCoach.com or you know, Nick at wake.net. Um, but uh, wake.net is, uh, is a pretty good resource to understand what we're up to and, and go from there. Okay. Well, stay tuned, everybody. We got a great panel coming up. We got to take a quick break for 420. But Riley Cote, appreciate you being on. And we're going to have you back on for sure. But uh, thanks again. And um, make sure you have a a great weekend. But everybody else, come right back. We'll be right back. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out. And check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.